0: Welcome to slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across reddit. Today's subreddit is Tales from the Front Desk, where hotel workers share their craziest stories. Our next reddit post is from Irish Wonder. The other night, I had a guest come down to the lobby and begin to listen to music on her phone. She didn't have headphones in, and the music was very loud with explicit lyrics. But it was 11 at night and fairly slow, and I didn't want to give her trouble, so I let her go on for about 10 minutes. Eventually the lounge closed and three to four stragglers came walking through the lobby back to their rooms. A few of them glanced between me and her with a strange look and I just raised my eyebrows to them in acknowledgement, but at this point it still didn't seem like a huge problem and it wasn't bothering me. Minutes later, one of my last arrivals comes in. It's an older lady with the air of someone who's definitely going to leave a review with nothing but complaints. And right off the bat, the music from the phone gets ridiculously explicit. I'm hurrying to check this woman in as fast as possible while she's constantly evil-eyeing the girl on the couch and shaking her head in disappointment at me. I get her checked in and she leaves for the room and at this point I realize I have to do something. So I politely address the lady on the couch. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to turn off the sound on your phone while you're in the lobby. She shrugged, got up, and walked to her room. That actually went well, right? Cut to the next night. I'd run to the kitchen for about five minutes to help the restaurant staff close a few things down for the night. And as I'm walking back to the desk, I notice the same lady sitting on the couch. And in a chair next to her is a guy about her age. They both appear to be in their mid-twenties, way too old for childish behavior, but I immediately knew that's what I was about to get. As I say hi to them, I notice the girl look at the guy and nod. He nods in return. That was obviously an attempt at clandestinely saying, yep, that's the guy. Oh, good. What's this gonna be? I get behind the desk and brace for what these two are about to try to do. The guy asks the girl something along the lines of, "Hey, have you heard such and such song?" He's saying it loud enough for me to hear in a tone that is so obviously planned and staged. He then says it'll play it for, and immediately starts blasting some weird song from a genre of music that I can only describe as hardcore circus-themed EDM, and every other word is f or. I'm not gonna let this get to the point that it did the night before, so I immediately and politely tell the guy that his sound has to be off. He replies with, I'm not gonna turn it off, but I'll turn it down some. I shut him down and say that no, it needs to be off. He obliges, then begins having a conversation with the girl that is, again, aimed at me. They're basically throwing backhanded insults my way just loud enough for me to hear and acting like they're having a private conversation. At one point, the woman actually calls her mom on her cell phone and begins to tell her how badly the hotel is mistreating her. Whatever, I'm not easily offended and I've seen my fair share of buttholes. Eventually, someone coming from the lounge passes through the lobby while talking to someone on a cell phone. The girl yells at him and tells him that he's being too loud on his phone and that he's going to get kicked out. That was enough for me. Now that you're messing with business, you've got to go. I tell them both that they're going to need to go to their rooms for the night. They ignored me and act like they didn't hear, so I picked up the phone and pretended to dial security. Security doesn't actually have a phone, they have a radio, but I was hoping the bluff alone would work. It did, and they both got up quickly and scurried off to their room. I got a call from my general manager the next day asking me what had happened with these guests. He said that the girl's mom had drove to the hotel and demanded to see a manager and screamed for 15 minutes about how rude I'd been. I told my general manager what had happened and we shared a laugh. He told me that if I had any more issues to just go straight to the cops and have them escorted off the property. Then came night three. The girl came back down to the lobby holding hands with another girl. They both made sure to hold their hands up so I could see it and they shot me a passive-aggressive grin. I currently live up north, but I'm from the south and have a thick accent that most people immediately pick up on. I honestly believe they were trying to bait me into saying or doing something homophobic assuming that I must be a stereotypical, hardcore, southern, Christian, gay-hating Klansman or something. They stood at our local brochure cabinet and browsed while talking under their breath. Not loud enough for me to hear, but I'm sure that it was aimed at me. A few minutes later, the guy joins them and the conversation becomes loud enough for me to hear and it's definitely more insults thrown my way. At this point, I decided that I'd had enough. I told them they were going to need to return to their rooms or I would have security escort them off the premises. They demanded to know why, and I told them the truth as best as I could put it. Because none of you have emotionally matured past middle school, and I won't sit here and be disrespected for a second night because you failed to understand why we can't have curse words blaring in a place of business. The girl said something along the lines of, Did you not learn your lesson today? I guess I'll have to call my mom again. I told her to go ahead. Her mom could be escorted off the property as well, and they stormed off to their room. I got a call from my general manager the next day. Mommy had been back. So he promptly ended those kids' reservations a day early. I love my GM. OP, I'm surprised that you didn't laugh in her face when she said, I'm surprised you didn't learn your lesson today. Does she honestly think that that's a credible threat to say, I'm going to tell my mommy on you? Girl, you're 20, not two. That type of threat stopped working like 18 years ago. Our next Reddit post is from Shipping My World. Who else loves Bridezilla stories? Because boy do I have one. Buckle up because it's a long one. It includes drunken adults and minors, shoplifting, the end of at least two relationships, a very long visit from your friendly neighborhood police officers, a few evictions, and a ton of overtime for my employees. It was like we were the host of a live version of the Jerry Springer show last night. Needless to say, there's going to be an employee appreciation party very soon, since none of them walked out on me with all the crazy stuff that happened. I'm a front office manager at a hotel that has 132 rooms, and the wedding party that stayed with us last night had rented out 70 of them. But that's not all. We also had not one, but two school sports teams in house, renting a combined total of 30 rooms. Needless to say, our hotel was very well bursting at the seams, especially since each group wanted to be as far away from the other as possible, and we had to pack regular travelers between them all. Haha, <laughs> party hardy, am I right? Hindsight is 20 and we should have realized we were in for a poo storm two days ago. Bridezilla, her groom, King Kong, and the wedding party of monsters all checked in then. The men checked into one of our largest suites for a bachelor party, while the women checked into another for the bachelorette party. We fully expected the men to cause a riot because they were hauling in beer literally by the keg. In reality, Bridezilla and her Bridezilla maids were the ones that went on a rampage. Not only did they tally up a total of three noise complaints, the fourth one gets you evicted, and over $100 worth of pantry charges, but they actually paid a group of kids $20 each to run up and down the hallways. I can only suspect it was because they meant to use the kids as a distraction from their own roughhousing. The employee on duty that night said a guest came down to report that they thought the room was being used to film a Girls Gone Wild video. But the sun eventually set, and I came in to work my morning shift the next day. I stupidly didn't see all the red flags sailing right in front of my face. Less than 15 minutes into my shift, Bridezilla's maid of honor comes down. She sees that I'm standing behind the desk and wearing a name tag, so she rightfully treats me like I'm not a human being. Because, as we all know, people that work in customer service are just robots in cheap flesh suits. Beep boop. She chews me out a little bit for my employees' despicable behavior last night towards herself and her best friends. I run through my programming and run, apologize underscore template underscore 012, and say, we're sorry to have made her feel disrespected and insulted, but informed her that her room had multiple noise complaints against it. We're very strict on our noise policy, ma'am, I told her. You aren't the only guest in the hotel and if you cannot be courteous to our other guests we will kindly ask that you seek other accommodations. Bridezilla's maid of honor didn't like that. Well it's just my opinion but as someone who's a part of the wedding that brought your hotel more than 60 rooms worth of business I think you guys should be a little more lenient with the rules for us. Unfortunately my sass module wasn't installed at the time due to a lack of sleep. So instead of going Minnesota nice on her, I told her, we're trying to provide a consistent experience to all guests. I know you guys are throwing a party and it's a happy time for many of you, but we cannot bend on our noise policy. After that exchange, she has a list of people arriving today that she wants me to assign to specific rooms, because I have to make sure certain people aren't rooming too close together. Some of them have cheated on the other ones, but they promise to behave themselves if they don't have to look at each other. Now, I may just be a simple robot that cannot consume liquid beverages, but in my opinion, I don't believe X's and alcohol mix well. The maid of honor also asked for housekeeping to come up ASAP to clean their trashed room, because they're going to use it as a prep room for the wedding. The housekeeping executive doesn't even show up for another hour, and I refuse to leave the desk to spend time cleaning their room. I told her she'd have to wait before someone came in, to which she again offered her opinion and said, I really think a hotel this big should have someone always on duty for stuff like this. By now it's 9am, basically dawn of the second day, and would you believe it, people for the wedding are already showing up to check in. It's wonderful that all these people are so punctual that they're an entire six hours early, just so they aren't late. Graciously, we were not full the previous night, so I allowed them to all check into rooms as they showed up but you want to know what I honestly thought? They all looked like clones of that woman from the that is my opinion gif that I keep referencing, and I didn't want to test how well my eardrums could stand up to the whole choir of sirens. The small highlight of the busy morning is that there was a professional that came in and did the hair for all the kids involved in the wedding party. She did up flowers in all the girls' hair. They all looked frickin' adorable running through the breakfast area. And were so excited to show off their new dresses to anyone that walked past them. I hope Bridezilla doesn't influence those kids' behavior too much. The rest of the morning passes by in a flash. I'd done at least 40 of the 75 arrivals we had for the day. The PM shift arrives and I catch her up to speed and offer to stay late with her. I expected it to be just as crazy until the wedding starts at 5. She declines and said she'll be fine. A response which she tells me she regretted in a text message later that night. At 5 o'clock, she had a line of people out the door. All of them are a part of the wedding group and screaming at her because they're now late for the wedding. More than five women were demanding she give them the key so they could change in their rooms without having to bother with trivial things like payment or signatures. She was a trooper and stood her ground, asking all of them to wait their turn to check in. My houseman on duty even offered to help her if she signed into the second computer forum. But that small ray of hope was quickly squashed. A mother on the third floor called down to inform us that her son had swallowed a large quantity of pool water. The pool water upset his stomach, and he ended up vomiting all over the elevator and third floor. The very same floor that the wedding party was pre-assigned and checking into, so he had to go deal with that once that rush was over with. All was quiet for a few peaceful hours. Then it was time for the shuttle to pick them up. Weddings usually all follow the same pattern. They ask for the shuttle service from 8 p.m. until 1 a.m. Happy to pay our outlandish fee for private use of the shuttle. Then no one bothers to use it until 11 p.m. At which point the alcohol makes them view the shuttle as a clown car, and they all believe they join the circus tonight. Follow the same pattern with only one exception. At 8.30, the driver had a single woman ride it back to the hotel, sobbing her eyes out. She told him that she saw her fiancé making out with her cousin behind the reception hall and couldn't believe it. He tries to offer her comforting words on the way back, but I'm told it was an all-around awkward 15-minute ride. When she gets back to the hotel, she demanded of the desk that we take her card off file and make her ex-fiancé pay. Except we don't, because we need him to come down and slide his card. The chances of that happening were slim to none. So, as my shuttle driver was busy acting as the Ronald McDonald clown bus, stuffing close to triple the legal capacity into it, since not a single one of them bothered listening to him, I'm sure you all have one burning question in mind. What about those sports teams? Have they caused any problems? Can you guess the answer? If you guessed yes, then you're right. One of the two teams had rented out a conference room to have a pizza party in. They were informed several times they only had the room from 5 p.m. until 9 p.m. And after the children stuffed themselves full of pizza, they ran off to use a swimming pool. And as I'm sure you're all aware, global law states that if you're at a hotel for your kids' sport events, you're legally allowed to get completely wasted. And I mean absolutely s faced At one point, the hotel staff is supposed to babysit your gremlin so you can party like you're 21 again. Isn't that swell? So our houseman is trying to get the kids to behave themselves and stay quiet in the pool while the front desk is threatening to evict the parents. Because it's now 10.30 and Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus is being blasted from the conference room and can be heard throughout every inch of the hotel. Meanwhile, the one singular mother that was being responsible stopped by the desk with about 20 bottles of Diet Coke and her son. Apparently, our vending machine is broken on the second floor. She said that her son put in the money and then proceeded to press the button a hundred times while waiting for a soda. And he must have the strategy guide for that vending machine downloaded to his phone because he knew just the right amount of times to push the button so that the machine would continue spinning out sodas. The son did it about two more times before the mother realized you couldn't buy twenty sodas with only five dollars and forced him to bring them all back down to the desk and apologize for stealing them. The other parents back in the conference room have been waving off the front desk threats until we finally get a lunch break. The night audit came in a half hour early because the weather was bad and she didn't want to be late. The night auditor has plenty of years under her belt and has seen far worse. She called the police within seconds of walking in and informed the sports parents that she was doing so. When police arrived, the parents had all belligerently returned to the rooms and my PM desk shift was able to go home after that stressful day at work. But that's when the real fun starts. The officers got called away only a few minutes after arriving, but we know exactly where they went after that. They actually got called out to the reception hall where the wedding was being held. Apparently, they needed to shut down the bar because the parents were buying drinks for the kids who were 18 to 20. Plus, one of the kids that was drinking became heavily intoxicated, stole the keys to his mother's car from her purse, and crashed it into another car in the parking lot. The kid was fine, but probably suffered a wicked hangover this morning. The reception hall had called the police to kick them all out, and that's when they became our problem again. See, the driver, who should have still had pickups at 12, 12.30, and one, now had to pick them all up at 12. There was at least 35 people cramming into the bus, each of which was holding a beer glass with at least half a pint of beer in it. He put his foot down then, turned off the shuttle, and told them they weren't allowed to have open alcoholic beverages while in a vehicle, and wouldn't drive them back until they all disposed of them. Needless to say, it didn't go over well. None of them listened to him and just berated him to bring them back because it was cold. One of the officers on site came over and told the driver that they'd be willing to escort him back and would overlook the many passengers and their open alcohol, just so they could get these people inside. So when the shuttle and police entourage showed up at the hotel a half hour later, it was like unleashing Pandora's box upon the building. Four officers even stayed around to help the night audit deal with all the drunk and disorderly because there were a lot of complaints. The first thing that happened was that someone was complaining about a room on the first floor. Someone was attempting to do an amateur remake of Fifty Shades of Grey and were not being subtle about it. Then there was screaming and yelling and the breaking of lamps. Remember that cousin that broke up someone's relationship earlier? Well, she apparently had a fiancé of her own, and while she was doing the nasty with another man, her drunken fiancé walked in on them. It didn't end well, and we had to evict all three of them. Meanwhile, on the third floor, Girls Gone Wild had resumed in full force. The night audit went up with one of the officers to tell the group that this was their final warning before they were evicted from the hotel as well. While she was doing so, a man in the room across the hall opened his door to yell at the night audit. His exact words were, why are you dragging me out of bed? Do something about this dang noise. Before the officer that I presume the old man didn't see could say anything, the night audit spun on him and said, you got out of bed of your own volition, sir. We're dealing with the situation. It's all the same song and dance for the next few hours. People call to complain, the audit and officers deal with it, and eventually everyone slips into sleep. Please read slips into sleep as became blackout drunk and passed out. Apparently the officers were having a slow night and two of them stayed until the night audit was done since she didn't feel safe on her own. My houseman stayed until 3am to help the night audit with moral support and cleaning the hallways because they were trashed with a capital T. We don't know what room 310 was doing in the room at 4 in the morning, but 210 swears all the way to Sunday that they were practicing an iris jig, and falling. There was a lot of falling, but the crazy thing is when the auto got up to the room, the entire floor was silent. Towards the end of the evening, a man comes down to our pantry, takes an armful of random items, and starts walking away. He's clearly drunk because the officers watched him bewilderingly and the night audit calls out, asking if the man would like to charge his items to his room. The man must have actually been three deer in a trench coat because he sprinted off the second she asked. An officer caught him, but he was so drunk that our night audit took pity and said that we wouldn't press charges and asked to just escort him back to the room. And now, today, I come in at 7am and am caught up to speed. I'll tell you, seeing a cop standing around at the front desk does not do my heart any good. If I have to come in and see a cop, I fully expect them to be there because someone got murdered. The morning was quiet. Too quiet. And then I hear it. The drunken heavy stomps down the staircase. The screaming agony of a stomach demanding food above alcohol. And Bridezilla descends into the lobby with a hunger. A hunger that can only be satiated by screaming at the front office manager. So I take it, listening to her scream and demand that everyone in her party be refunded. All 70 rooms. She can't believe that we had the audacity to call the cops and her friends and family. It's a wedding! She shouts over and over. We're supposed to have fun, not be treated like a bunch of dogs. I really didn't want to deal with her BS so I told her, ma'am you must keep it down or else I'll have to call the cops back. Our employees were verbally threatened by some of your guests last night and did not feel safe. I wanted to say that if they didn't want to be treated like dogs they shouldn't act like dogs then but I felt that may be a little too unprofessional and couldn't override my own programming. So the wedding party began to check out but not before they trashed breakfast. There was food dropped, coffee spilled, and my two breakfast attendings swear it was done on purpose. When they were cleaning up some spilled coffee, a bridesmaid knocked over another cup of coffee and they all snickered at them. What is this? Mean girls too? And that's my tale of Bridezilla. I've already gotten two emails from our guest relations department saying that they've had complaints opened up against us about employee behavior last night but they're both from members of the wedding party, so all I have to do is submit a copy of the police report, and I think we'll be good. I pray that all of you will never have to deal with bridezillas of your own, and if you do, godspeed and good luck. OP, dealing with one Karen is enough. Dealing with 70 Karens all drunk and extra entitled? Honestly, you deserve a medal. That was our slash Tales from the Front Desk. And if you like this content, then be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.